Hello, my name is Lula Stoughton, and I thank God for the Torah portion number four. It's called Vayera, and it's uh, spelled V-A-Y-E-R-A, capital V-A-Y-E-R-A, and it means, and he appeared. Now, um, we thank God because, and it said, and the Lord appeared. So um, that's how it's starting out. And um, it's found in Genesis, the 18th chapter, the first through the 22nd chapter, and the 24th verse. Genesis, the 18th chapter, the first through the 22nd chapter, and the 24th verse. Follow me as I read the Torah. And the Lord appeared to him in the plains of Mamre, and he was sitting in the tent door in the heat of the day. And he lifted up his eyes and looked, and there were three men standing by him. And when he saw them, he ran from the tent door to meet them, and he bowed towards the ground and said, My Lord, if, if now... I have found favor in your sight. Do not pass by, I pray you, from your servant. Let a little water, I pray you, be brought and wash your feet and rest yourselves under the tree. And I shall get a morsel of bread and comfort your hearts for you. After that, you will pass on, for that is why you have come to your servant. And they said, So do as you have said. And Abraham hastened into the tent to Sarah and said, Make ready quickly three measures of fine flour, fine meal, kneel it and make cakes. And Abraham ran to the herd and fetched a good tender calf and gave it to a young man and he hastened to dress it and he took butter milk and the calf which he had dressed and set it before them and he stood by them under the tree and they ate and they said to him where is Sarah your wife and he said there in the tent and he said I shall certainly return to you at this time next year and see Sarah your wife will have a son. And Sarah listened in the tent door, which was behind him. Now Sarah, I'm sorry, now Abraham and Sarah were old and well up in age. The manner of women has ceased to be with Sarah. Therefore Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I have grown old, will I have pleasure, my Lord, being old also. And the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh, saying, Well, I who am old of a short of a surety bear a child, is anything too hard for the Lord? At the time appointed, I shall return to you about this time next year. And Sarah will have a son. Then Sarah denied it, saying, I did not laugh. 
but for she was afraid, and he said, no, but you did laugh. Hallelujah. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? I don't care what you're going through tonight. God is saying that um, there's nothing too hard for God that he can't fix. And the man rose up from there and looked towards Solomon and Abraham, went with them to bring them on the way. And the Lord said, Well, I hide from Abraham that thing which I am about to do, seeing that Abraham will surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth will be blessed in him. For I know him that he will command his children and his household after him, and they will keep the way of the Lord to do acts of loving kindness and judgment. So the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken of him. And the Lord said, because the cry of Solomon and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grievous, I shall go down now and see whether they have done everything I told them, which have come to me, and if not, I should know. And the men turned their faces from there and went towards Solomon. Um, but Abraham stood, still stood before the Lord. And Abraham grew, uh, grew near and said, Would you also destroy the righteous with the wicked? If there are 50 righteous within the city, will you also destroy and not spare the place for the fifty righteous that are there, far be it from you to do after this manner to slay the righteous with the wicked, and that the righteous shall be like the wicked, far be that from you. Will not the judge of all the earth do right? And the Lord said, If I find in Solomon fifty righteous within the city, then I shall spare the entire place. For their sake. And Abraham answered and said, Behold, now I, whom am but dust and ashes, have taken upon me to speak to the Lord. If by chance there will lack five of the fifty righteous, would you destroy the whole city for lack of five? And he said, If I find forty five there, I shall not destroy it. And he spoke to him yet again and said, If by chance there will be forty found there, and he said, I shall not do it for forty's sake. And he said to him, Oh, do not let the Lord be angry, and I shall speak. If by chance thirty will be found there, and he said, I shall not do it. If I find 30 there and he said, behold, now I have taken upon myself to speak to the Lord. If by chance 20 will be found there and he said, I should not destroy it for 20 sake. And he said, oh, please let not the Lord be angry and I shall speak yet. But this once, if by chance 10 will be found there and he said, I shall not destroy it for ten sake. And the Lord went his way and 
went his way as soon as he had left speaking with Abraham, and Abraham returned to his place. And two angels came to Solomon in the evening, and Lot was sitting in the gate of Solomon. And when Lot saw them, he rose up to meet them, and he bowed himself with his face towards the ground. And he said, Behold now, my Lord, turn in, I pray you, into your servant's house, and tarry all night and wash your feet, and you will rise up early and go on your way. And they said, No, but we will stay in the street all night. And he pressed upon them greatly, and they went in with him and into his house, and he made a feast for them and baked unleavened bread, and they ate. But before they lay down, the men of the city, the men of Solomon, surrounded the house, both old and young, all the people from every quarter. And they called to Lot and said to him, where are the men who came in to you tonight? Bring them out to us so we can know them. And Lot went out to them at the door and shut the door behind them and said, I pray you, brothers, do not behave so wickedly. Behold, now I have two daughters who have not known a man. Let me, I pray you, bring them out to you and you do to them as is good in your eyes. Only to these men do nothing, for therefore they came under the shadow of my roof. And they said, Stand back. And they said again, This one came in to sojourn, and he thinks he is a judge. Now we will deal worse with you than with them. And they pressed sore upon the men. Lot came near to break the door. But the men put forth their hand and put and pulled Lot into the house to them and shut the door. And they struck the men that were at the, at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they wearied themselves to find the door. And the men said to Lot, Do you have here any besides yourself, sons-in-laws, your sons, your daughters, and whoever you have in the city, bring them out of this place, for we will destroy this place, because their cry has become great before the face of the Lord, and the Lord has sent us to destroy it. And Lot went out and spoke to his son, sons-in-law who married his daughters and said, Get up, get out of this place, for the Lord will destroy this city. But he seemed like one who teased to his sons-in-law. And when the morning came, then the angel hastened Lot, saying, Arise, take your wife and your, and your two daughters, that are here, so you will not be consumed in the iniquity of the city. And while he lingered, the men lay hold upon his hand and upon the hand of his wife and upon the hand of his two daughters. The Lord had pity on him, and they brought him out and set him outside the city. 
And it was when they had brought them out that he said, escape for your life. Do not look behind you. Do not stay anywhere in the plain. Escape to the mountain so you will not be consumed. And Lot said to them, Oh, not so, my Lord. Behold, now your servant has found favor in your sight, and you have magnified your loving kindness, which you have shown to me in saving my life. And I cannot escape to the mountain, lest something bad overtake me and I die. Behold, now the city is near to flee, and um, flee to, and it is a little one. Oh, let me escape there. Is it... Is it not a little one? And my soul will live. And he said to him, See, I have accepted you concerning this thing also, that I should not overthrow this city of which you have spoken. Quick, escape there, for I cannot do anything until you have come there. Therefore, the name of the city was called Zorah. The sun has risen upon the earth when Lot into Zorah. Then the Lord rained brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven upon Sodom and upon Gomorrah. And he overthrew the, um, those cities and all the plain and all the inhabitants of the city and that which grew upon the ground. But his wife looked back from behind him and she became a pillar of salt. And Abraham got up early in the morning to the place where he stood before the Lord. And he looked towards Solomon and Gomorrah and towards all the plain. Um, and there it was. The smoke of the country went up like the smoke of a furnace. And it was when God destroyed the cities of the plain that God remembered Abraham and sent Lot out of the midst of the overthrow. When he overthrew the cities in which Lot dwelt, and Lot went up out of Zohar and lived in the mountains, and his two daughters were with him, for he feared to stay in Zohar, and he lived in a cave, he and his two daughters. And the firstborn said to the younger, Our father is old, and there is not a man on the earth to come into us according to the statue of all the earth. Come, let us make our father drink wine, and we will lie with him, so we can preserve our father's seed. And they made their father drink wine that night, and the firstborn went in and lay with her father. And he did not proceed when she lay down or when she arose. And it was the next day that the firstborn said to the younger, Behold, last night I lay with my father. Let us let us make him drink wine this night also, and you go in and lie with him so we can preserve our father's seat. And they made their father drink wine that night also, and the younger arose and lay with him, and he was not aware when she lay down or when she rose. Both the daughters of Lot were thus with child by their father. And the firstborn bore a son and called his name Moab. The same is the father of the Moab to this day. 
And the younger also bore a son and called his name Benjamin. The same is the father of the children of Ammon to this day. And Abraham journeyed from there towards the land of the Negra, the south, and dwelt between Kadesh and Shur, and stayed in Gerar. And Abraham said of Sarah, his wife, She is my sister. And Abinadab, king of Gerar, sent for and took Sarah. But God came to Abinadab in a dream by night and said to him, Behold, you are but a dead man for the woman whom you have taken for she is a man's wife. But Abinadab had not come near her and he said, Lord, will you slay also a righteous nation? Did he not say to me, she is my sister and she even and she even she herself said, he is my brother. In the integrity of my heart and innocency of my hands have I done this. And God said to him in a dream, Yes, I am knows that you did this in the integrity of your heart. For I am also withheld you from sinning against me. Therefore, I did not let you touch her. Now, therefore, restore the man's wife, for he is a prophet, and he will pray for you, and you will live. But if you do not restore her, know that you will surely die, you and all that is that are yours. Therefore, Abinadab rose early in the morning and called all his servants and told all these things in their ears, and the men was very much afraid. Then Abinadab called Abraham and said to him, What have you done to us? And by um, what have I offended you that you have brought a great sin on me and on my kingdom? For you have done deeds to me that ought not to be done. And Abinadab said to Abraham, What did you see that you have done this thing? And Abraham said, Because I thought shortly reverence for God is not in this place, and they will slay me for my wife's sake. And yet, indeed, she is my sister. She is the um, she is the daughter of my father, but not the daughter of my mother. And she became my wife. And it was when God caused me to wander from my father's house that I said to her, "This is your kindness, which you will show to me at every place where we will." come um, say he is my brother and Abinadab took sheep oxen men servant and women servant and gave them to Abraham and restored Sarah his wife to him and Abinadab said behold my land is before you stay wherever it pleases you and to Sarah he said behold I have given your brother a thousand pieces of silver here it is um, I covering for you for all that are with you and you are vindicated before all so Abraham prayed to God and God healed Abinadab his wife 
and his maidservants, and they bore children. For the Lord had closed up all of the wounds of the house of Abinelech because of Sarah's Abraham's wife. And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah what he had spoken. For Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age at the set time of which God had spoken to him. And Abraham called the name of his son that was born to him, who Sarah bore to him, Isaac. And Abraham circumcised his son Isaac when he was eight days old, as God had commanded him. And Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born to him. And Sarah said, God has made me laugh so that all who here will laugh with me. And she said, who will have said to Abraham that Sarah shall be given children to nurse? For I have bought him a son in his old age. And the child grew and was weaned. And Abraham made a great feast the day that Isaac was weaned. And Sarah saw the son of Hagar, the Egyptian, whom she had bore to Abraham scornfully. So she said to Abraham, cast, it, cast out this bond woman and her son, for the son of the, this bond woman will not be heir with my son, with Isaac. And the thing was very grievous in Abraham's sight because of his son. And God said to Abraham, Do not be distressed in your sight because of the lad and because of your born woman. And all that Sarah has said to you, listen to her voice, because your seed will be called an Isaac. And the son of the born woman I shall also make a nation, because he is your seed. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and took bread and a skin bottle of water and gave it to Hagar, putting it on her shoulder and the child and sent her away. And she left and wandered in the wilderness of Bathsheba and the water was spent in the bottle. And she put the child under one of the um, swaths and she went and sat down opposite a good way off about a bow shot. For she said, let me not see the death of the child. And she was sitting opposite him and lift up her voice and wept. And God heard the voice of the lad and the angel of the Lord called to Hagar out of heaven and said to her, what troubles you, Hagar? Do not be in awe. God has heard the voice of the lad where he is. Arise, lift up the lad and hold him in your hand, for I shall make a great nation of him. And God opened his eyes, I mean, opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water, and she went and um, filled the bottle with water and gave the lad a drink. And God was with the lad and he grew and lived in the wilderness and became an archer and he lived in the wilderness of Paran and his mother took 
a wife for him out of the land of Egypt. And it happened at that time that Abinelech and Fitchhol, the chief captain of his army, spoke to Abraham saying, God is with you in all that you do. Now, therefore, swear to me here by God that you will not deal falsely with me or with my son or with my son's son, but according to the kindness that I have done to you, you will do to me and to the land in which you have sojourned. And Abraham said, I shall swear. And Abraham reproved Abinadab because of the well of water, which Abinadab's servant had violently taken away. And Abinadab said, I do not know who has done this thing, neither did you tell me, but I heard of it just today. And Abraham took sheep and oxen and gave them to Abinadab, and both of them made covenant. And Abraham set seven ewe lambs, lambs of the flock by themselves. And Abinadab said to Abraham, what do these seven ill lands mean that you have set by themselves? And he said, For you will take these seven ill lamb, lambs from my hand so that they may be a witness to me that I have done, dug this well. Therefore he called that place Beersheba because both of them swore there. Thus they made a covenant at Bathsheba, then Abinadab and Fitchhol, the chief captain of the, his army, rose, and they returned to the land of the Philistine. And Abraham planted a grove in Bathsheba, Bathsheba, and there he called on the name of the Lord, eternal God. And Abraham stayed in the Philistine land many days. And it happened after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, Here I am. And he said, Now take your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, get yourself into, into the land of Moriah. Offer him there as an offering upon one of the mountains of which I should tell you. And Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son and split the wood for the offering and rose up and went to the place of which God had told him. There on the third day Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said to his younger men, You stay here with the donkey, and I and the lad will go yonder. Let me turn the page. Hallelujah. And worship and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac, his son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and they went both of them together. And Isaac spoke to Abraham, his father, and said, My father, and he said, 
here I am, my son. And he said, here are the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, my son, God will see to it, providing a lamb for a burnt offering for himself. So they went, both of them together, and they came to the place which God had told him about. And Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. Then the angel of the Lord called to him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here I am. And he said, Do not lay your hand on the lad. Do not do anything to him, for now I know that you revere God, seeing you have not withhold your son, your only son, from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, him there was a ram caught in a thistle by his thorns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering in the place of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place. The Lord will see to it as it is said to this day. The Lord will show himself on the mountain. And the angel of the Lord called to Abraham out of heaven the second time and said, By myself I have sworn, said the Lord, for because you have done this thing and have not withhold your son, your only son, that I shall greatly bless you, and I shall multiply your seed as the stars of the heaven and as the sand on the seashore and your seed will possess the gate of his enemies and in your seed will all the nations of the earth be blessed because you have obeyed my voice so abraham returned to his young men and they rose up and went together to beersheba and abraham stayed at beersheba and it was after these things that it was told abraham saying Behold, Milcah has also brought children to his brother, Nahorn, Oz his firstborn, Buzz his brother, Camuel, the father of Aran, Chazdat, Hazel, Pildash, Diglap, and Bethune. And Bethune begot Rebekah. These eight Milcah did bear to Nahorn, Abraham's brother, and his contraband, whose name was Remiel, Ramuma, bore also Teba, Yeham, Dashash, and Mecca. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Yes, God. Glory to your name. Glory, 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 glory. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank God for that um, beautiful Torah portion. Now we're going to read the half Torah, which is in 2 Kings, the fourth chapter. Let me turn to 2 Kings, the fourth chapter. Um, mm, powerful, powerful, powerful Torah. Second Kings. 
Um, I have Second Kings. I gotta get. I have to get the fourth chapter. Second Kings. Powerful Torah. I'm telling you, the Torah is powerful. I thank God for the power of the Torah. The fourth chapter. I have that. I'm gonna start at um, the first through the um, 37th verse. The um, Second Kings, the fourth chapter, the first through the um, 27th verse. Follow me as I read the half Torah. Now a certain woman of the wives of the son, sons of the prophets cried to Elisha, saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that your servant did reveal the Lord. The predator had come to take for himself my two sons to be bondsmen. And Elisha said to her, What will I do? For you, tell me what do you have in the house? And she said, Your handmaid has nothing in the house except a pot of oil. Then he said, Go borrow for yourself vessels from all your neighbors, empty vessels. Do not borrow a few, and when you come in, you will shut the door upon yourself and upon your sons, and will pour out into all those vessels and you will set aside that which is full. So she went from him and shut the door upon her and her sons who brought the vessels to her, and she poured out. And it was when the vessels were full that she said to her son, Bring me yet another vessel. And he said to her, There is not another vessel. Then the oil stopped. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go sell the oil and pay your debt. You and your children live from the rest. And it fell on a day that Elisha went to Shuman, where there was a great woman, and she persuaded him to eat a meal. And... And so it was, as often as he passed by, he turned in there to eat. And she said to her husband, Behold, now I perceive that this is a holy man of God who passes by us continually. Let us make a little room, I pray you, on the roof, and let us set a bed, a table, a stool, and a lamp for him there. And it will be when he comes to us, that he will turn in there. And it was on the day, on a day, that he came there and he turned into the room and lay there. And he said, Gehazi, his servant, called the Shunammite. And when he had called her, he, she stood before him and he said to him, Now say to her, Behold, you have been careful for us with all this care. What is to be done for you? Would you be spoken for to the king or to the captain of the army? And she answered, I live among my own people. And he said, What then is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, Truly she has no child and her husband is old. 
and she said, call her. And when he called her, he stood in the door and he said, about this season, at the same time next year, you will embrace a son. And she said, no, my Lord, man of God, do not lie to your handmaiden. And the woman conceived and bore a son at that season that Elisha had said to her at the same time next year. And when the boy has grown, it fell on a day when he went out, went out to his father to the reapers. And he said to his father, my head, my head. And he said to a lad, carry him to his mother. And when he had taken him and borne him, to his mother, he sat on her knees till noon, then died. And she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God and shut the door upon him, then went out. And she called to her husband and said, Send me, please, one of the young men and one of the donkeys so I can run to the man of God and come back. And he said, why would you go to him today? It is neither new moon nor the Sabbath. And she said, it is well. Then she saddled a donkey and said to her servant, drive and go forth, forward. Do not slack your riding for me unless I bid you. So she went and came to the man of God at Mount Carmel, and it was, um, and it was when the man of God saw her far off that he said to Gehazi his servant, "Behold, that Shunammite is yonder. Shunammite is yonder. Run now, I pray you, to meet her and say to her, It is well with you.'" Is it well with your husband? Is it well with the young man? And she answered. And when she came to the man of God at the hill, she caught him by the feet. But Gehazi came near to push her away. And the man of God said, Let her alone, for her soul is vexed within her. And the Lord has hidden it from me and has not told me. Then she said, Did I desire a son for my Lord? Did I not say, Do not deceive me? And I mean, then he said to Gehazi, Gird up your loins and take my staff in your hand and go your way. If you meet anyone, do not greet him. If And if anyone greets you, do not answer him and lay my staff on the face of the young man. And the mother of the young man said, As the Lord lives and as your souls live, I shall not leave you. And he got up and followed her. And Gehazi went on ahead of them and laid the staff on the face, on, on the face of the young man, but there was neither voice nor hearing. Therefore he went back to meet him and told him, saying, The young man has not awakened. 
And when Elisha had come into the house, behold, the young man was dead, laid upon his bed. He went in, therefore, and shut the door upon them both and prayed to the Lord. And he went up and laid upon the young man and put his mouth upon his mouth and his eyes upon his eyes and his hands upon his hands. And he stretched himself upon the young man and the flesh of the young man waxed warm. Then he returned and walked to and fro in the house and went up and stretched himself upon him and the young man squeezed seven times. Then the young man's eyes opened, opened his eyes and he called Gehazi and said, call the shooter Mike. So she called her, and when she came in, he said, Take up your son. Then she went in and fell at his feet and bowed um, herself to the ground and took her son and went out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. We thank God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. We thank God for the reading of the half Torah. Now we're going to read the Brit Hadash of the Word or the New Testament, which is found in 2 Peter. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. God, glory to your name. 2 Peter. Let me find it. I, I have, um, let me get... Second Peter. Okay, I have Second Peter, the second chapter, the fourth through the eleventh verse. Um, second Peter two, the fourth verse through the eleventh um, verse. Now that coincides with the Torah about how uh, God um, destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. So follow me as I read the bread or dash or the New Testament of the word of God. For if God did not spare angels when they sinned, but after he held them in pits of darkness and Tartarus, he gave them over, guarding them until judgment. Nor did he spare the ancient world, but when he brought a flood on an ungodly world, he guarded Nora a preacher of righteousness, and seven others, again with the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, when he reduced them to ashes and destruction. He condemned them as he made them an example for those who are going to be ungodly. Amen. And he rescued righteous Lot, when he was tormented by the way of the life of the lawless and sensuality. For that righteous man, as he lived among them, day after day was tormented of righteous being and in sin and hearing unrighteous works. The Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trial and keep the unjust one for a day of judgment when they will be punished. And the most punished, let me turn the page, um, of all 
will be those who go after defiling lusts and despise authority. Daring arrogance, they do not tremble at the glorious angelic being, blaspheming even angels. Whereupon angels, although they are greater than people in strength and power, do not bear blasphemous judgment from the Lord against them. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. So we thank God for the reading of the um, New Testament part of the Torah. May God richly bless you until we um, read Torah portion number five. May God bless you.